You know, someday before it's over, what we're going to do, I should do this like in a real jazz club. You know what I mean? Wouldn't that be cool just to sit there and listen to jazz music and talk, have a good time? Of course, you wouldn't talk. If you're listening to jazz music, you're going to be listening to music, right? Well, good evening. Welcome to Did You Hear That? My name, of course, Jeff Hare, along with my producer, the great Russell Lamar. Glad you're with me. Wednesday, it's been a long week so far. It's a little hot. I'm in California and everything you read is true, but uh, oh well, what can you do? It's summertime, right? If it's not hot in the summertime, <laughs> then you know you really got a problem. Anyway, what I want to talk about tonight, I watched Wimbledon this past week and what an exciting event that is. I love Wimbledon. In fact, that's one of my bucket list items. I want to go to Wimbledon. Uh, I tried to get tickets and it's darn near impossible, but I think before I die and I told Kristen, we're going to go to Wimbledon and she looked at me and says, no, we're not. But anyway. <laughs> yeah i said hey what could be wrong with sitting at the all england tennis and croquet club eating strawberries and cream she looked at me like i was crazy anyway so yeah I, I thought about this story and i was watching wimbledon this week you know as you know i was an official in uh in many sports i did football and i did uh, football baseball basketball wrestling a little bit did it for years and years and really enjoyed it i i'm off the field now i'm not doing any of that anymore uh, but the memories are great. They're priceless, and it's just an incredible time. But I did want to do one sport that I was never able to, and I came close, or I tried. It wouldn't lack my effort. I come close, really didn't come close, but I gave it my best. That was tennis, okay? Now, as you may or may not know, my oldest son plays a lot of tennis. He played in school, and he and I, when he was young, we played a lot. I'm not very good. I'm too big for tennis. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things. I play pickleball now, which is a lot easier on my body, but he still plays, in fact. But when he was a kid... No, this is probably, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. And uh, we were watching a tennis match on TV. It was a Sunday afternoon, and we are just kind of half dozing watching this match on TV. And I just kind of was musing, you know, in a just a wandering out loud type of way. I said, I wonder what one has to do to be a tennis official. And my kid fed back to me and said, you know, I don't know, Dad. We should check it out. For the next few minutes, we just sit there and watch the official, right? How cool would it be to be a tennis official? You get to sit in a high chair with a microphone in the middle of the court and wear a fancy hat and get to say stuff like 40 love, advantage, back and row. You know, I mean, how cool is that, right? Just, I mean, think about that. Oh, man, I'm just all excited, right? So I didn't know. I was like, man, I could, there's got to be a way to do this, right? So next thing I know, I get out the Google machine and go on there and I Google the uh, ATP tennis circuit, which is the men's group, and the uh, WTA, which is the women's professional tour, okay? And what I did was is I looked for every name. I could, well, I, first off, I looked and tried to see if there was a, anything in there about how to become an official, which there isn't. I don't think there is this day, actually. But uh, I'm thinking, man, I really want to do this. What am I going to do? So hey, I decided to take matters in my own hands. I ended up writing down every single name of every single person on those two sites, the men's site and the women's site. I don't care if they're a janitor. If their name was on that site and had an email address, by golly, I put it on my list. Okay. And I sat down and I put it all together. And I had like 30 names on the men's side and 30 names on the women's side and all the administrators and again, janitors or, you know, payroll clerk, whoever's name was in there, I, I sent an email to. And in the email, I said, well, first off, what I tried to do was try to come across as like, I'm real important. You know, Jeff Fair, big time football official, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Yeah. <clears throat> I like to be a tennis official. You know, and then of course I asked the pertinent question, what's one have to do to become a tennis official? And I gave him my name and my address and my phone number and any way to reach me and, you know, carrier pigeon or bat signal, whatever it is, if it's there, you're going to get a hold of me. By golly, you're going to hear me from me. And I sent him everything I could, right? You know, hey, I want to be an official. And I sent that email off, push the old button, boom, away it went. 
And I'm thinking, you know, what's the worst thing I'm going to do? I'll just get one of those, uh, thank you for your interest type things, you know, email back. Somebody will send me an email back. I mean, I mean, I sent the thing to like 60 people. I mean, I think 30 in each side. So somebody is going to respond back to me, right? At least you'd think. So I wait a couple of days and starting to forget about it. Not think too much. Well, one day I'm at work and I, someone said, Jeff, you got a phone call. Pick it up. Yeah, it's Jeff. And this lady's on the phone. She goes, is this Jeff here? Uh, yeah, yeah, this is Jeff here. Uh, again, is this Jeff here from Cedar Rapids, Iowa? I'm thinking, is it a doctor or a bill collection agency or what is it? You know, I think, well, yes, it is. Can I help you? And she says, Mr. Hare, was it you that sent us an email to the, uh, ATP, the men's tennis professional tennis association? Uh, yeah. And you were asking how to be a tennis official. Yeah, that was me. And, uh, and I'm thinking, Hey, I'm in, I did it. I did something. All right. This is going to work. Here I come, you know, London, uh, Melbourne, Paris, Queens. I'm all about it. I'm going to make it. It's going to be me. And she says, really? You're Mr. Jeff Harrison. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you know, what can you do for me? I mean, I mean, I'm really, I'm really interested here. And then I hear the inevitable sound laughter. I'm thinking laughter. And then I hear like there's four or five people in the room and they're laughing. And, uh, I could hear someone in the background saying, you won the bet. And all I could think about is what friggin' bet. Well, then she comes on. So Mr. Hare, please forgive us, please. And I said, yeah, I'm, what's going on? She says, well, we all got emails from you <laughs> saying that you wanted to be a tennis official and we were taking bets in the office to see if you really existed. And, uh, I won. I said, you won. Yeah, you really do exist. Yeah, I certainly do. She goes, well, I won the bet that Jeff Hare of Cedar Rapids, Iowa really did send these emails. And I said, well, if I could be so bold, what was the bet? You know, I'm just kind of curious here. I mean, is it millions of dollars or was it, you know, a handshake or the old, you know, like the movie trading places, a buck? What is it? She said, well, she goes, I am the administrative assistant or the secretary to the president of the ATP men's professional tennis circuit. I said, really? I mean, you're the, his, <laughs> the man's secretary, right? Yeah. And she says, we all had a bet in our office that if you were real, he would buy lunch. If you were fake, I would buy lunch. I said, well, I guess you won the bet. And, uh, he, I said, but just out of curiosity, are you saying the president doesn't believe I'm real either? <laughs> and she says, uh, no. And I said, well, tell him I am. She goes, oh, yeah, I certainly will. He's buying lunch. He's standing right here, and he's laughing, too. He's buying lunch. I said, okay, well, that's good. I said, let me ask you one other question. Is uh, Andre Agassi and Pete Sampras at the time were top-ranked players in the world? I said, are they in on this bet, too? She goes, ah, no. No, no, they're not involved. I said, oh, okay, okay. And she said, well, again, Mr. Hare, thank you. And I said, well, let me ask you just one last question, if I could. Uh, I said, you know, you know what I need to do? And she told me to give me the, the results and all that. And I said, you know, I am kind of a little bit disappointed. She goes, oh, well, I'm sorry about that. I said, no, no. No, no, no. I said, actually, it's a great conversation. It's a great story. I said, but what I'm disappointed in is, is that I really honestly thought that there was a room at your headquarters there in Florida where Agassi, Sampras, and Roger Federer, and Nadal, a few of these guys are sitting around and they're just waiting. And all of a sudden, the phone rings and somebody wants to officiate, and these guys are jumping up and down, giving each other high fives and making plane reservations, and you're going to see me all in Melbourne next week. And the lady laughed. And I said to her, I said, one last thing, send me part of that lunch, will you? <laughs> She laughed, but uh, anyway, uh, it, it was all in fun, and I didn't become a tennis official, though, you know, not living in California, where there were all these tennis clubs out here, uh, you know, in Iowa, there weren't that many tennis clubs, and, and of course, I guess how you have to do it, you go to a tennis club, and you become an official, and you work your way up. If I wasn't as 
nearsighted as I am, man, I think I'd go for it. I think, you know, and me, how I am, I'd get a, you know, I'd get a hold of somebody. I'd stand at the door until somebody let me in and I'd find a way to get one of those high chairs with a microphone in the middle of the center court wearing a fancy hat. You're darn right. I would. I'd do that right now if I could. But anyway, thanks for listening. I'm glad you're with us. We'll listen to some more jazz. Think about that, though. Peaches and cream in London at Wimbledon? Wouldn't that be cool? I mean, I was in London. I didn't have any peaches and cream. I guess strawberries and cream. What am I saying? I, I didn't get any of that. I would have if I had known. I mean, if I had thought about it, I guess. You know, you just do what they feed you, but uh, it not have been that bad, right? I should be back later in the week with a story. And we'll do personal week on Sunday. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to like, did you hear that on Facebook? I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Remember, one last thing. Everything is free. I don't charge you for anything. I just want you to listen and enjoy yourself and maybe smile and have a good time. This is Jeff. On behalf of my producer, the great Russ Omar, we'll talk soon.